dengue fever, hopefully what? in one My deadly disease. My memory is fine. Biden hits back at special counsel. about the U.S. economy what? sends From stocks Poland to, to Spain, a new record. Europe's farmers ramp what? up protests. The border crisis is helping to Pakistan mainstream a dangerous conspiracy theory. Khan's party overperformed an election. Monarch butterflies just Zelensky took a big hit. Ukraine's Midwesterners may see floods of this year. What? What's, What's going, going on, on in the world? In the world? This podcast is produced by Student Media. Student Media is a student organization at the University of Evansville. Student Media produces the Crescent Magazine, published online and in print three times a semester. Student Media produces several podcasts and utilizes design, photography, video, and sound towards experiential and academic learning in journalistic endeavors and engaging storytelling. Student media elevates the voice of the student body and connects the campus and community to important information and points of view. To learn more, visit crescent.evansville.edu. Welcome back to another episode of What's Going On in the World. Today is Friday, February 9th. I'm Tommy Hausman, and I'm here with Sarah Siles. How are you doing today, Sarah? I'm good. Awesome. Uh, I think we have our first story. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, President Biden and um, the classified documents and whether or not he is having dementia? Well, President Biden of the United States was found to have been keeping classified documents illegally after his term as vice president. He said that his staff had put the documents in his garage and that it was not his own doing. He will not be charged because a counsel described that, quote, at trial, Mr. Biden would likely present himself to a jury as he did during our interview of him, as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory, end quote. The interview they are referring to happened Thursday night when he was accused of not being able to remember things. In the interview, he refuted this and mentioned many accomplishments he had achieved during his presidency. But when explaining an event that happened during his presidency, he referred to the Egyptian leader as the, Me- the president of Mexico accidentally, which fueled people to continue accusing him of losing his memory. So, what's going on globally? Um, dengue fever. It, they hope to eradicate this deadly disease. Dengue fever poses a growing threat globally, with half of the world's population at risk and cases escalating dramatically over the past two decades, exacerbated by climate change. The World Mosquito Program, the WMP, offers hope for combating the disease by infecting IEDs, Aegypti, mosquitoes, with Wolbachia bacteria, which prevents the dengue virus from developing in adult females. The method has shown promising results in reducing dengue fever cases and could potentially control other arboviral arboviral diseases transmitted by the same mosquito species. Traditional control methods like insecticide spraying face challenges such as resistance and environmental concerns. Mosquitoes, despite being largely disliked, play crucial roles in ecosystems as food sources and pollinators, underscoring the importance of species-specific approaches like the WMPs in combating disease while preserving ecological balance. As climate change continues to favor mosquito proliferation, innovative solutions are imperative in the fight against dengue. So, Sarah, we're going to try to get dengue fever under control. Are we going to do anything about carbon emissions? Well, the European Union is trying. This week, the European Commission and the European Union said that carbon emissions should be reduced by 90% by 2040 and that the usage of pesticides should be halved. Roads have been blocked for days in Belgium, Hungary, Poland, and Spain in protest of this because farmers worry that this will cause too much harm to their businesses. 
They worry that this drastic move will harm the farming industry, and farmers from other countries agree with this as well. Now, tell us about the U.S. economy. Well, there's optimism about the U.S. economy right now because it just sent stocks to a new record. The S&P 500 index has surged above 5,000 for the first time ever, signaling optimism among investors regarding the U.S. economy's prospects. This milestone follows a strong start to the year, with the index over 5% after a 24% gain the previous year. Investors are buoyed by recent economic data suggesting a potential soft landing for the economy despite previous recession fears. The Federal Reserve's expected interest rate cuts are seen as further fuel for economic growth. However, some experts caution that the rally has been driven by a select group of companies dubbed the Magnificent Seven, primarily in technology and communication sectors. While the market has reached new heights, there's a consensus among analysis that for sustained growth, the rally needs to broaden beyond those selected companies. Enough about the U.S. economy. Apparently, there was an election in Pakistan. Can you tell us something about that, Sarah? Yes. Yeah, so Pakistan held their general election today, and there's been a huge upset in the results. Sharif, who has been the prime minister three times, did not come close to winning the election, even though he was supposedly in the lead before. Candidates from Khan's party pulled far ahead. Khan, an opposition leader, is currently in jail and has many lawsuits against him. However, people from his party have pulled ahead, even though this party had no connection to parliament at the moment and was thought to have been dismantled. There are suspicions that the results were corrupted, but Khan supporters insist that they did not do anything illegal to interfere with the election. So speaking of extremist groups, what's going on between like the Mexico-U.S. border? Yeah, yeah, the, the border crisis is helping to, to mainstream a, a dangerous conspiracy theory. The mainstreaming of a dangerous conspiracy theory is becoming increasingly evident within Republican discourse on immigration, particularly concerning the surge of migrants at the U.S.-Mexico border. The conspiracy theory known as the Great Replacement suggests that elites are intentionally replacing white Americans with immigrants. Variations of this theory, including anti-Semitic versions, have gained traction among the GOP officials who claim that Democrats are orchestrating immigration to dilute Republican voter strength. Extremism experts warn that this narrative is serving a a rallying cry for various right-wing groups, drawing them to the border and reinvigorating their activism. Despite uh, previous reluctance from some extremist groups to engage in public gatherings following the Capitol riot in January 6, 2021, the border crisis has sparked renewed enthusiasm, particularly on social media platforms. Far-right actors, including Proud Boys and neo-fascist groups, have been actively involved in border-related activities. Within extremist circles, there's a concerted effort to capitalize on the migrant surge with some groups advocating for physical confrontations. This escalation in rhetoric and and activism raises concerns about unchecked and dehumanizing narratives and the mainstream acceptance of extremism within the Republican Party. Additionally, experts note a shift in the Republican Party's tolerance of extremism, with a departure from previous, previous eras where such affiliations would result in expulsion from the party, This lack of accountability further exacerbates the spread of dangerous ideologies. So speaking of replacement theories, there was some real replacement going on, right? 
There was. So the president of Ukraine, Zelensky, fired the commander-in-chief of Ukraine's armed forces. Zelensky said that the armed forces needed a new commander, and he hired a new commander-in-chief. Zelensky said that Ukraine needed a, quote, renewal, end quote, in this re- leadership, which is surprising because he has not made any major changes to the people in power in the armed forces since the Russia-Ukraine war began. Now for news in North America. Monarch butterflies just took a big hit, and Midwesterners may see f- few of them this year. The monarch butterfly population has experienced a significant decline, with only the second smallest roosting population recorded in south-central Mexico this winter. This decline is attributed to various factors including habitat loss, pesticide use, climate change, and extreme weather events like droughts. Scientists suggest that monarch populations could rebound with improved conditions, but it will take time. Efforts to support monarchs include planting milkweed, late-blooming flowers, and participating in citizen science projects. There are ongoing debates about the effectiveness of certain conservation methods, such as captive rearing and releasing, and the federal status of the monarch butterfly remains under consideration for listing for listing as a threatened or endangered. And on that note, that is all for us today. We appreciate you listening to what's going on in the world. I am your host, Tommy Hausman, and I'm here with Sarah Siles. And we hope that you tune in next week for another episode of What's Going On in the World. Dengue fever, hope for an end. My memory is fine. Biden hits back at special counsel. About the U.S. economy what? Sends from stocks Poland to, to Spain, Europe's farmers ramp what? up protests. Border crisis is helping to Pakistan mainstream a dangerous conspiracy theory. Pakistan stunned Khan's party overperformed an election. Monarch butterflies just Zelensky took a big hit. Ukraine's commander-in-chief Volodymyr Zelensky. What? What's, What's going, going on, on in the world? world?